0: I love the idea of renewal but I do not like the idea of automatic renewal. You know that when you subscribe to something or you sign up for something and they say click here and give me your credit card for easy automatic renewal. You know I don't think renewal is supposed to be easy. Renewal is supposed to be a time when you think about what's gone on in your past and what you can look forward to in your future. Uh, You know, easy, automatic renewal uh, leaves you out of that decision-making, sort of makes it too easy. I don't like automatic renewal, and I am sure John Wesley would not like automatic renewal. Uh, uh, He would want people to methodically, faithfully, purposefully think about Renewal. Think about God's call in their life and their response to it. And he would not want this to be an easy thing or an unthinking thing. This was especially the case at the beginning of the year. Wesley's idea of covenant renewal was about rejoicing in the good news of free grace. Grace freely given. But free doesn't mean easy, doesn't mean cheap. Uh, rejoicing in this covenant God makes with us is one that we are called to respond to, to do something about. If you heard those words we shared in at the beginning of the service, that response that we did, it is, renewal is much more than New Year's resolutions. Um, Resolutions have their place. You know, it's a good thing to eat less candy and to exercise more. You know, I encourage all of that. But in some ways, that's a little more peripheral. Uh, Wesley, in talking about renewal, was asking us to look deeper. It was about who we are and what it means to be who we are as we look toward the year ahead. As Wesley said, as we heard in that renewal service, on one side of the covenant, there is God. Uh, on the other side, there we stand. It seems like a sort of very unbalanced God and us, sort of weighted a little heavily on God's side. Um, but there Jesus comes, for us who are Christians, there Jesus comes and sort of makes the connection, uh, introduces this uh, uh, opportunity for us to respond to this new covenant, to pledge to live our lives in a certain way, to respond to this new thing that God not didn't just do once, but continually does in our life, to let it spring forth, as Isaiah writes in that 43rd chapter that we heard from this morning, to let it spring forth in our life, this, this newness that is offered to us, And yet, in this interesting paradox of faith, God also knows that we enter into this covenant with no chance of being perfect. We come with all of our brokenness. We come with our frailness. We come with our fragility. We come stammering and stumbling and falling and failing. And this is why Christ came, to forgive us our trespasses, and to offer us new life, we are made anew as children of God. This is why we celebrate communion. We come to communion is basically a renewal service every time you gather for communion. We come to communion with whatever our past, whatever has gone on in our life, Things we have done, things we haven't done, things within our control, things outside of our control, with our fears and our frustrations, with our anxieties. We come to communion, and God says, welcome home. God says, here I am. God in Christ says, whatever you've gone through, I've gone through with you. Wherever you're at, I am there with you. Feel that grace and unconditional love that breaks through whatever your circumstance and allows you to know you are not alone. We literally, in taking that bread and sharing in that cup, we are literally invited to be filled up with the love of God in a a metaphoric sort of way to take in the love of God, to make it a part of who we are. Our very DNA is that bread and that juice flow into us. Some of you probably know how that happens, but I'm sure it becomes part of who we are. And that's the point. We take in God's love in Christ through communion, and it becomes a part of who we are and offers us renewal in our lives. What will be your new beginning this year? How will you be made new? How will you look for opportunities to respond, to grow, to serve? You know, as you think about the new year, so much is placed in that moment of time that happens on December 31st, and then click, all of a sudden we're in January 1st, 1201 and, or 12, and we're like, "Woo! happy new year! <clears throat> There is almost an infinite number of moments between now and the last click of the clock on December 31st, 2020. And in each one of those moments, the opportunity of celebration is there. Happy renewal! Happy New Year! this is what this covenant service is all about. It is asking us to think together and asking us to think as individuals, what will we do with each of these moments of 2020? What will we be about in each of these moments of 2020? How will we be defined in these moments that await us in this year ahead? The key is really not to just stop bad habits, but to start good ones and then there won't be any more room for those bad habits. But it's less about what we do than remembering who we are. So as we gather for communion today, I pray that you will think and pray about what you will decide to be about in this new year. Remembering that covenant that God has given you, an amazing grace that is not a one-time sort of thing. Or not a one-moment type of thing, but a celebration that can be a part of who you are as you go into every moment in this new year, in which we approach with adoration, with thanksgiving, and with confession. Wesley was forever amazed at this free gift of grace that God gave to people, especially to someone he thought as undeserving as himself. And that... Amazement is what led to transformation for Wesley, to be able to take on a life of service. And it is that amazement that God's love is for us, even for you and for me, that can lead us to renewal and to transformation. So within it, within that love, this promise gives us the opportunity to change. A renewal that leads us to grow in response to God's call. Just know that there is always time for you. There is always time for renewal in your life. Let that love and grace reverberate in your lives in this year ahead and help us be a church, help us be a community, help us be a nation, help us be a world, that is about renewal that brings good news of love and peace and justice in a world that needs it so badly as we come for communion in a few moments take that love and grace within you make it be who you are and then look forward to a happy and holy new year let us pray Gracious and loving God, we come before you with all of who we are. And sometimes we feel overwhelmed by that reality. But in the midst of that overwhelming feeling, you come and offer us amazing grace and unconditional love poured out upon us. Help us to be ready to receive that with an open heart and an open mind and an open spirit. To be people, whatever we might be going through, individually or collectively, that hold on to hope. Who walk with peace and who live in justice. We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. And now we sing together on page 606, another hymn written by Charles Wesley, which is John Wesley's brother. Uh, Come, let us use the grace divine. We'll be singing just the first and second verses. Please stand if you are able.